Listener discretion is advised. Suspects. I am Leaping the Third, aka Da Vinci Parks. Hey, T Rich. Boy has double Slim Williams in the building. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You heard right. That is, that is, that is, that is. Uh, do you want me to say it again? Yeah, yeah. Slim, Slim Williams has so, double in, yeah, the, in yeah. the building. So they, they you can't believe it. You. you can't believe him. Yeah. That's not the same. That, that, is, that, is, that is not Christy changing her voice. Kay Savage is not with us uh, today. She had some uh, some family uh, stuff she had to take care of. So we're going to wish her the best on that. Send out our love to her on that. Um, but we are Christy. the usual suspects. And this is Shit You Might Have Missed on Flash Black Radio. Today's date is... May 17th, 2017. And yeah, we're going to just go ahead and jump right on in. Uh, so a lot has transpired since we last spoke. Uh, this week <laughs> in Girl of Summer, you better guard your balls. What's coming up for you lovely men in the room? Not a romper. A romp him. Yeah, that's not a... Don't you want a nice little one piece? That's not a thing. It's a, wanna... it's a romper that a man's wearing. That's, you no. haven't seen this? No. The Where dudes wearing the rompers? No. I've been, I've been paying attention. Look, you, come on, man. Y'all know your, social, very, your social media activity is very targeted. You know, you know yeah. mine is different, though. I'm, I'm very, I'm very uh, object-focused. I'm mm. focused on goals, no, man. So I'm like, I, I wasn't a lot of peripheral. So what's this? So, <laughs> I mean, but you have a wife, so you know what a romper is, right? Yeah. It's just like a one-piece little yeah. joint that you got to get naked when you got to be, essentially. <laughs> and so somebody said, oh, no, girls, you can't have all the fun. We're going to do romp hems. So it's a romper for a man. And this is the thing. Which is really just a romper. It's just a romper. And a man is wearing it. And, a man and this is the thing. It. It yeah, is I mean, I mean, I'm I'm not surprised. I mean, there there's so many things, you know, like like we like dudes have already. I'm about to say we like I, I took part in it, but dudes have already like murdered the whole skinny jeans. They they went from skinny jeans to jeggings and uh, had skirts and dresses and like oh, this is not surprising to me. Okay, and this is still there's a, a little extra probably whole gaggle of people right there and romp hymns. So, yes, you too can stand at a urinal naked so that you can pee. I feel like if you're a dude, though, like if, you, if your junk is long enough, you could just pull it out of the bottom of the romper and, and go to the bathroom. So, that's guys, a whole nother conversation right there. That guys, I'm gonna... come close. Um, I just want to do a quick little public service announcement. Not all of you are long enough. <laughs> To pee out of a romper. We know some of you all are going to have to go into the stall and you're going to have to strip down and sit because you don't want to get your balls wet and then you're walking around in this damn romper with, you know, wet spots. Some guys would already be out of the romper. Huh. Huh. Wouldn't they though? Because sometimes God is good. <laughs> you know. 
I don't know <laughs> if you know the same God that I know, but the God that I know, I, I don't. Is sometimes <laughs> I ain't talking to y'all. I'm talking. I would be. I would be in the stall. Women getting naked. Come close. If I was wearing a romper. Sometimes God is good. He blesses My you balls abundantly. would be out the bottom. Your of, balls would yeah. be out the bottom. <laughs> Smooth as <it>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, though. So, yes. Oh, if man. you are ready to hit these warm, humid D.C. streets, gentlemen, and you'll rump him, you and your girl, your woman, your wife, your love, your queen, your king, whoever you love, y'all can go out and match and romp us. Mm. The it's, smell just, of warm bear scrotum in the air. <laughs> it just doesn't, I'm not. I don't. I'm not looking forward to that. No. Oh man! In my mind, I just had like a whole like sketch where like 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 the toughest dude wears a romper and winds up in prison. Like not prison, saying. but like like jail. Cam what I'm Newton just has like, already just a, worn a, a romper. Cam Newton does a lot of things Cam, that he should he not does. do, and it was floral. He says a lot of things. He wears a lot of floral though. He does. I, I've noticed that he like he like a floral vest, floral. Yeah, he does a lot. He and what Russell Westbrook do a little bit too much, in my opinion. I understand like you know pushing the boundaries, but unless you the artist fully known as rest in peace, uh, it's, it's just some boundaries that just don't need to be. Uh, crossed. I'm just saying. In my opinion, women should not have all the fun and ease in fashion. Sometimes you don't feel like picking out a coordinating top and bottom. What do you do? Shake that romper out. Shit. Hey, yo, Shardy, over there in the floor, romper. Yeah, let me holler at you. Me? Come on, me? yeah, you. <laughs> Say I'm like the way that's hitting right there. Stop. You got a woman. You single? What? What? You single? What? Come on! I don't. He's dressing a romper. He's single. He's, he's single. I like the way you coordinated it with them tongues. Yeah, I got a woman. She don't let you have friends. <laughs> 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 Come on! Won't you let me slide that romper right over them tongues? Mm, Come on! Mm, mm. I'm I'm uncomfortable. It's <laughs> because you want to fucking. It's because I'm wearing a romper. <laughs> 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 So yeah, balls hanging out, a wedgie in the back, like everything. Oh, it's too much going Baby on. Bread, like you know, yeasty and whatnot. Yeah, you, it's um, a lot going yeah, on. Lot you got taco on. meat on your chest. That's out a little bit. Like, well, yeah, because you gotta have, you know, you gotta like show a little for the summer. Yeah, you know, yeah, you gotta have it like. You can't have the the romp him buttoned all the way up to the top. I'm gonna be honest. It's just like the old school pajamas bamas used to wear back in the days, just with like the legs cut off. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about though. Like back in the day, they used to have like the like the <laughs> with the snap button and everything. Don't it though? Like I'm not lying. Come on, I'm not lying. I'm, I'm, like that's real. That's real talk right there. That's how I look. That's the, when I saw the picture you just showed me. That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, these are basically just pajamas that mamas are wearing outside. I just want to give a special shout out to Black Twitter because you all have taken this romp him and just. Run with it because Black Twitter is exceptional. It is like we are, and I just I couldn't even. So thank you, Black Twitter. Man, like I can't wait for like Black Twitter to like to take the flash black flag. Man, it's gonna be awesome. I'm just saying, ladies. You know, if your if your man's got a birthday coming up, <laughs> put him in that one piece. <laughs> oh man, that that's like a sign of hate. Right there. If you get your man a romp him, you are saying something without saying something. That's all I'm saying. So that is this weekend. 
It's summer. Get your balls or whatever I said to come into this shit talking about rompims. Because I knew you were about to get in some, into some shit. And that's nah, nah, I needed that. Like, the... it, shit, it, it, it almost took me out of what I was going to say. I forgot what I was about. to lighten the mood a little bit. Hey, man, nice on, on a funny note, though. Male floral pattern. So on a funny note, this is like, yo, I, I got to... Um, Slim, Slim you've, you've met my mother-in-law. Uh, my mother-in-law is not the typical mother-in-law. She's like super laid back, super cool. And like, you know, she's like, you know, you you can sit and drink a beer with my mother-in-law is what I'm saying. So, uh, you know, super cool. Uh, what's up, Mama Gina? And um, <laughs> we uh, we went, we meaning my wife and I had gone down to uh, uh, good old Georgia to hang out with my wife's side of the family for uh, Christmas. And that meant stopping at Mama Gina's house or whatever. And when we were there, like we exchanged gifts. So she gave me this, actually, ironically, this awesome shirt that I'm wearing right now was a gift from Mama Gina. Um, it's like, it's very much me. It's basically a Star Wars nerd shirt, basically. So um, after she gave me like my, my, my nerdy gear, she gave me a couple Star Wars shirts, like, like some Captain America socks, basically something that's very me, right? So um, she gave my wife this, this, box, this clothing box or whatever, like the old school box that you, the old school like hex-like box. So yeah, I, I thought this would look real. You look real good in this. She's she said I thought you looked real good in this. Talking to my wife, my wife opened this shit up. It's like an old ass velour <laughs> sweatsuit. I was like, not the tracksuit. Oh, she gave her the velour like the joint that old ladies do the speed jogging in around the pond. Like yeah, nice that's what she gave blue. her. She gave her that joint. So she's like, yeah. So, so she gave it. My <laughs> wife opened that box. So she's like, what? What? She's like, is this is this is this for real? <laughs> She's like, she said, yeah, I thought you looked nice in that or whatever. So she She's gave like, it, it's like a black, it was like a black velour tracksuit. She said, nah, okay, so now that we got it out of the way, you know what I'm saying? Here's your real gift. And she gave her a box. <laughs> and she opened that shit up. She said, so good, I thought I'd give it to you twice. <laughs> <laughs> it was a blue one. That's what you gotta have. You gotta have the blue one. Oh, so that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's my mother-in-law. What's up, Mama Gina? Doing yeah, that's like a just nice classic right there. Dolls. She gave my wife two velour sweatsuits that she'll never wear. But that shit was hilarious. All right, so <clears throat> that's never really a good time for a velour sweatsuit. Nah, I mean there was like the nineties, like velour sweatsuits and Timberlands, like like some like really thuggish, like you know, thuggish. like attraction to like velour for a second, you know. It's but faded. yeah, it's gone. Yeah, All right. but um, so Comey. <laughs> yeah, I heard he had got fired. Yeah, man. Uh, so this Donald Trump dude talking about would you pledge allegiance to me? Like, would you pledge your loyalty to me? And Comey's like, eh, nah, not really. First, Comey got fired, then Shots got fired because Comey was like, bitch, I got receipts. Yeah. <laughs> Comey, Portia Williams, that ass. Like, don't make me pull out my phone. I bought damaged goods. I, I want my money back. I will talk to anybody that wants to talk to me about anything I talk to him about. What? Did y'all know that I keep meticulous notes on every meeting? If the director of the FBI does not keep meticulous notes, what is what is this all about? What are we doing any of this for? Well, I don't think that the next director of the FBI will. Nah, he might keep that shit in crayon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> next to his favorite picture of a furry cat. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be yeah, like he's gonna have it next to his Pokemon Pikachu card or some shit. Stinky cat. Yeah, it's Stinky um so Comey Comey got fired. And it was like so grimy. Like he's like 
chatting to the people at the FBI, and then uh, it like and goes across on across the, the country. Yeah, yeah, across the country, and he's in LA. Like, so he got on the flight. They let like, Bang get on the flight, and it's like, who playing a joke? It's trying to say I got fired. And they were like, um, um, people started shaking his hand. Like, wait, this is real. Hold on, like, sir. Oh, so this is this is a um, thing. This is what's really happening. Director Comey, we're gonna need you to come with us in the other room, mm. just for a moment. <laughs> is that how they said it? Yeah, it's better than Gowdy said. You're gonna have to go in. The- no, Go. <laughs> Gowdy was the man. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get to that in a bit because uh, I, I want you to give us a little bit of what you gave us earlier. <laughs> that, that, that was great. And bring the room down. So, so yeah. <clears throat> so now we have some other things that have been coming around. Um, the bigger thing than Comey. Oh, first of all, like the, like the sequence of events. So the day after Comey gets fired, Rex Tillerson is basically addressing reporters with basically somebody from a Russian. Uh, he's like a Russian attaché, basically. Uh, and basically, um. They asked the question. <laughs> they asked the question to Rex Tillerson, like, yo, so what did you think about the the, the, the Comey firing? Rex Tillerson, like, yeah, he tried to tiptoe out the room or whatever. And like, yeah. And, the, and the, the Russian dude comes back to the microphone, like, oh, he got fired? Oh, no. Say it isn't so. He got fired. And then like, and he gives, like, this weird-ass smirk and then, like, saunters off. I'm like, what the fuck type of... And this is, like, the same day where, like, you know, Trump decides he's going to go ahead and give, like, classified information to people who have been our enemies for the better part of a century. You know, I can tell them because they're our friends and I should talk to them and tell them about, like, security. Yeah, it's craziness. And the bad part And I did not fire Comey because of some report. I had already had planned to have fired him. Yeah. After after the White House for 48 hours, like, yeah, basically it was recommended that he get fired because he didn't do a good job. No, I was Mm -mm. already going to fire him. No, I had said I was going to fire him previously. Are you sure that's what you wanted? No, I already made I had said priorly yeah. I was gonna fire him. You said priorly. And and he admitted priorly. it was about Russia. Like he, he admitted it was about Russia. Without admitting, yeah. <laughs> like, so after the whole thing blows up about you know, Russia getting, you know, classified information, they release basically a short statement that says, Oh, it's total nonsense. The information they gave us was nonsense. It, Ain't the, the idea that they gave us anything other than that is nonsense. It's nonsense. Uh, we don't have anything to say about it. The lies. The lies. But the, the lies. The fact that you had to go out and say that it was nonsense three times and say you don't have a statement is kind of like a statement, is it not? Not having a statement is just not saying anything or saying I don't have a statement. But that's just me. So, um, yes. We're in a really so like the, here's the bad part about it though, and there, there's a lot of I didn't say here's the thing, so it's not the same. Look at you trying. Here's the. <laughs> you mean here's a bad part about? Oh it. yeah, that is true. <laughs> here, so a, many bad. Parts. Yeah, there are so many bad parts. Okay, so McMaster got in front of the media the next day, essentially lying, saying that you know we did not divulge our sources or our methods, which could have been true, might not have been true, but. The information that was given Mm-mm. could be inferred. Based <laughs> I'm sorry. On... What is going on, man? Yeah. I just smacked the microphone with my, with my glasses. <laughs> okay. Like, all right. Wasn't a good situation. Okay. Show that microphone who's boss. Hey, respect my authority. Not me. I'm not, I'm not no. the boss. No. Just saying. In the face after, like, bitch, did you just hear me? <laughs> I don't know what you want. 
found a new way to be clumsy. Smack the microphone with my face. Hey, well, you know, you're going to do it. You know, do it. And it should be noted that I've had like a whole bottle of wine. So. Mm. You don't blame it on the wine, really. I'm wine, going wine. to blame it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Well done, sir. Wide, wide. Well done, sir. I showed you that too, right? I showed y'all that at the same time. Love clap for that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm mad. I didn't think of the white wine first. Oh, God. Yeah. White wine. Okay. If y'all don't know the white wine, look up Robot Chicken, white wine. Oh, man. Get on board. It's great stuff. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we're not going to really be able to get through all this Comey shit, are we? I'm sorry. I know. We're just happy to have our slam back, aren't we? We are. Yeah. Hey, man, look. Where have you been, Slim? I was gone for a minute. Now I'm back with the jump off. Hmm. The jump off? Yeah. He means a romp him. Oh. That's just. Like jumper. I'm just quoting Lil' Kim. That's gotcha. All. I'm just quoting Lil' Kim. Oh, that's what that's. Why would you quote her? Hey. Hey, Lil' Kim, Lil Kim used to be a national treasure. She has some bars. Treasure. She has some bars. She used to be a national treasure? Why she? You know who is a national treasure? She, she has some bars. Will Ferrell. I, I would actually agree with that. No, I would. I would agree. I, I would you say know, mythology that he misses, bar he misses is having a, a whole like Will Ferrell theme, mm-hmm. and they were playing like some lines from Will Ferrell movies. I mm-hmm. was like, "Yo, Will Ferrell." He's giving us some gold. Yeah, he's giving us some gold, and I he's think, helped shape shape American culture. I think what makes him so it's a cultural icon, so he's awesome, a real man of genius. Yeah, I think what makes him so awesome is the fact that <laughs> real man of genius. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I think that what makes him so awesome is he like commits to it. Even if like the movie's not that good, he commits to his character and he is that character. Oh, you believe God. him. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, believe yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Will, Milk was Will, a bad idea. Will Ferrell didn't play Ron Burgundy. He was Ron Anchorman Burgundy. just starred Ron Burgundy. Yeah, yeah. He was that's Ron the way Burgundy. that works. Great and um Ricky Bobby's not a character. That's that that's, if you're not first Ricky you're last. Bob, Bobby was the star of that movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Help me, God. And no one, no one else makes Ricky Bobby. Help me, see, Jewish Jesus. What makes that joint even better? Help me, Allah. <laughs> Get the fire off me. <laughs> Help me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Sorry, this is going so. I hard. hope you have sons, manly sons, manly sons who can run like the wind. <laughs> Don't you put, put that, that on us, Ricky Bobby. Bobby. Don't you put that evil on me. Oh, Rest in peace. Michael, Michael Clark, Clark Darkin. Darkin. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. We didn't know he was funny until that shit. Yeah, man. Man, we just thought he was just going to be like like the drink, only spelled different. And like, <laughs> man, I'm showed us some comedic chops. National yeah. fucking treasure. Yeah, yeah. But my man who played Kyle Nunn, um, uh, those oh, two need to be yeah, in movies yeah. all the time. Uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. I couldn't yeah. remember his name. I had it before. Y'all started running lines. I forgot his name. Yeah. But them two together. Ma! <laughs> <laughs> Milo! My Jesus has a beard like Leonard Skinner because I like to party. And they named it San Diego. She's <laughs> <laughs> Wells' a vagina. vagina. I'm not up on I'm still, you know what? You need to sit me down. <laughs> And and had me watch Anchor Man like you've not him. watched it yet. No, like he like I sat him down like yo, you have to watch Black Dynamite. This is getting ridiculous. Hey, um, I think but he, I just you don't, need to sit me down. And, and I'm not as emphatic Man. as you are. So I, I get I it, I get it, you. but I feel like I should be. I, part of it is because I know so many people like it. I'm afraid that I won't have the same 
regard for it as everybody else. Like, but you just need to be able to make the jokes at this point. I get it. But you just I need get it. it. But you I want to be in the like repertoire. the joy that's on y'all faces right now. No, I want to be I there. I will with sit you. down and watch it with you. Okay. I can watch Anchorman repeatedly. I've easily okay. watched Anchorman like twenty times. Okay. Easily. I mean, well, like let's just make a day of it. No, I need to watch it because I've seen Anchorman too. Uh, I've seen Anchorman, and that's problem. And see? not seeing Anchorman one, I know, which is normally see, something Anchorman, I would not do. And Anchorman two isn't even as good as yeah. As, as a movie fan, that's something I normally would not do. I would normally watch, but it just happened to be on, so I watched. Anchorman it. is amazing, just line after line after yeah. line of like, God damn, Will Ferrell skyrockets <laughs> in flight, <laughs> afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. You're getting it though. I'm not. <laughs> this is because you have you have not lived your life. You've I love it. lamp. <laughs> so here's the irony of this. <laughs> this is shit I might have missed. <laughs> <laughs> you did miss it, Brick. How about that? There you <laughs> go. Yeah, I do know the Brick is the, the dumb dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to invite you to the pants party. The the pants party. Party with the pants, mm. the pants party. Now I would just like to also add because y'all keep doing lines specifically <laughs> for the movie that I don't know. <laughs> that even the movies that he's not the main star of, he just makes better just by him starring in it. Oh yeah, yeah. like the Goods with Don Reddy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, that was that was a funny movie, but it was much funnier because he was in it. Yeah, Will Ferrell is. He's a national treasure. Oh, yeah, national I, I'll go with you on that. I'll go ahead and agree with that. I don't like everything he's done. Sometimes he misses hard, but when he scores, dude, it's, it's, it's epic. It's like Ben Stiller. Like Sometimes Ben Stiller's like really funny. Sometimes Ben Stiller's Sometimes he's Zoolander. But people really like Zoolander 1. I've I, seen... I can, I'm, I, I I'm, one of, I'm one of them. I'm one of the people who like Zoolander. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I enjoy that. Maybe I need to watch that again. I've been working on something new. I call it the Blue Steel. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this segment has been brought to you by Cupcake Moscato. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> why do I? I felt like we were going somewhere why serious. Why? I'm sorry. We were. Y'all, y'all so took me out of it. I'm I mean, maybe sorry. this needs to happen. The wine like, you know, did it. And this, and this is the irony. Like, like the, the moment Slim gets back and the real shit hits the fan. Like, not, like shit hasn't been hitting the fan. But, you know. Dude, have you been here since like uh, 45's inauguration? Like for recording? I feel like, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, one. A few times. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that like throat bubbles? <laughs> yeah, that was that was like that was gastric action in the throat. Yeah, you had a severe can throat. We, like, you said you set yourself up for jokes right can there. Can we edit that we, out? No, no, we're gonna leave that in there. We can hear the gurgle, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. these last two episodes there's been a lot of things going on with my throat last week. <laughs> Intentionally went there. I'm fine with it. <laughs> now I've got like gurgles. Mm. Uh, it, it would make it cheap if I did the joke. My man is really happy. Mm. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all I had to talk about yeah. was the rompum. We don't really even need to talk about the Comey thing. I think it's been talked about to death. Honestly, um, while I'm thinking about it, uh, if you're not following us on Twitter, at Flash Black News, at Flash Black Radio. Flash Black News in particular uh, is where all the news comes in. Flash Black Radio is where the stuff pertaining to what we do on this side in terms of releasing content. Um, yeah, so follow but, us, vote for us. Yeah, please follow us. 
And you said I'm not following us? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not on the Twitters. Yeah, I know. Get on it. No. Fuck you. Yeah. All right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, check us, check us out. If you're on the Twitters, check us out there. Um, what else we got to talk about, man? Like, like, what do all, you want to talk about, S Double? I feel like you're in the room. I feel like we like need to like everybody just needs to look at you and just. Like, <laughs> no, that's why I figured like we like need I'm a real. Spotlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's like real. no, it's not that you're not real. I've I, I've seen you. <laughs> I see you. It's like we 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 run in the same circles. We know some of the same people. No, you know? but you actually have them. the headphones on and the microphone in front of your face. So I feel are, like we got You're making accurate statements right yeah. now. I, I like to do that. He's a true. Statement. You know, I, I do like to do that. Yeah. Um, I said this wine is good. Oh, awesome. So there is a uh, you're welcome, Jerome. There is a like a professional basketball league, uh, the American Professional Basketball League, here mm-hmm. in the you know in the United States, and there are teams uh, around the country, and uh, we actually have a local team, mm-hmm. the Beltway Bombers. Mm-hmm. Um, they play their home. Uh, their home gym is a co- is La Plata College or College of La Plata or something like oh, that. So they hate themselves. And uh, well, they they can ball, they can ball. That's what um, but by an interesting turn of events, um, I ended up calling one of their basketball games. I can see that. I was the announcer. But how did that happen? I was it was by an interesting turn of events. Is how it happened. Explain that. Not explain that you murdered the announcer. Yeah. Has a certain like, yeah. set of I'll skills. do it. Yeah, yeah, I don't have money. <laughs> what I do I have is a certain, certain set, set of skills. Yeah. Nah. Well, so uh, my wife Charlotte is the uh, uh, Ajay. Part owner of a dance fitness company, Rhythm Fitness, which you can check out in Waldorf every Waldorf, Maryland. Waldorf, Maryland, every nine fifteen Saturday morning at the Waldorf Cultural Center, um, and at seven forty five p.m. on Mondays at the same location. Is there a and, website? Uh, well, they have a Facebook face, uh, Facebook page. So just okay. go to uh, Rhythm Fit. At Rhythm Fit. How are you spelling that? that? Rhythm, like if a, a person from the island Don't said like that. said just rhythm. Because somebody be like R I D E M. R H Y D E M. There we go. Rhythm. Rhythm from the island. But yeah, and then they're also uh, they're at World Gym in Waldorf on World Tuesdays. So, but yeah, check them out on. Uh, but anyway, so they got an opportunity to do a demo um, at the halftime show at the game. And the CEO of the home team was looking for somebody to, you know, do the announcements in the beginning, announce the teams and kind of keep the crowd involved and stuff like that. And one of the partners uh, who I've hosted many of their fitness events, some of their demonstrations and some of their uh, uh, they do fitness expos and things like that. I've hosted a few of them for them. Mm -hmm. So they've seen me do my thing on a mic. They've also seen me host poetry events. Um, and D was like, oh, she was like, oh, Slim can do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, Slim can do it. And then we found, I had already now, been volunteered. Now, who is D? Can you explain who D is? So D uh, is the co-founder of Rhythm Fitness. She's from Turks and Caicos, um, and, and, and every bit of an island flower, um, and is a mean, mean dancer. Yeah. Um, so she choreographs unbelievable dance fitness moves. Yeah, I don't even like to look um, at it. 
No, it's good though. No. You know what? When I'm I saying I don't like to look at it. I was telling I was telling somebody, <laughs> I think it was one of it may have been somebody, a classmate or something at the fitness class, because I, you know, I uh, uh, uh as part of the company, um I'm not one of the owners of the company. My wife is, but I have logistical responsibilities uh, for the company. So I'm there frequently. And I was telling somebody that uh when I look at D, it's like they're doing these wines and you know, they're doing these, you know uh, it, it it it's <laughs> it's sensual. Yeah. But when I look at it, I don't see sensuality. Like for me, I'm just impressed with her execution of the moves. Oh, it's both for me. Um, that's why so that's that's like we primarily that. what I'd see. Like, but she yeah, I mean she's I like, make sure it's clear. Her D's form is right. She got a fat booty, like all of that stuff. But she's really just but she's she is really mean, proficient. And not just with that, what she does. She makes it look effortless. She it's does. And that's, and, she does. And, and that's what makes it that's what makes it over the top. Yeah. Like, I've never that, done Redem, but I've done Soka Size, which I imagine is probably similar. There may be some similarities, but D is a, she's definitely a Rhythm unique. Is the, Rhythm is, is a She's beast. a unique I, animal, I, I, man. I've seen the results of people coming back from Rhythm. Yeah. Rhythm. Just like, like, just want to lay on the floor and just like, it's, it's, it's some shit. She, she, she work you out. And, and I can, as a right. man, I can even do a lot of the moves. Although sometimes, Some moves sometimes the moves get just a little bit too yeah, sensual, I'm not, I'm not and, and I'd be like, okay, nope. I'm not going to. You know I'm not, at, at I'm not going to. At some point, you got to put on the romp. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was right there with you. So, but I suffice to say, like the men, the fellas can get a good workout at rhythm, also. But uh, the late is really about you know focusing on the hey, ladies ladies. feeling healthy and. You know, feeling sexy and sensual, you know, and D does a really good job with it. That's what's up. Um, That's so. what's up. So, so can, sat- you, can you like run down those dates and times for us? Uh, so what did I say? Saturday mornings, I believe at 9.15 a.m. at the Waldorf Cultural Center. Mm-hmm. 7.45 p.m. on Monday evenings at the Waldorf Cultural Center. And 7.45 on Tuesdays at World Gym in Waldorf. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, so. yeah. What we're gonna have to do it sounds like it sounds like we're gonna have to bring uh, D and Shay on and let them tell us a little more about Red and Fitness because part Definitely. of what we do here at Flash Black Radio is we don't just talk about mm-hmm. politics and cultural stuff. Mm-hmm. Health is very important, and this is a very uh, active and fun way to get healthy. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We black owned and black women owned, owned. black women owned, yes. holy women owned. Yes, holy so black that's the type of thing that we want to big up on Flash Black Radio. Uh yeah, so that's what's up. You'll have to like make that happen for us. Okay. All right, that's what's up. All right, so that's what's up. uh I'm gonna pivot back to you, uh Mr. Williams, but I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot over to T Rich over here. Pew. Uh welcome back, yo. Thank you. For those who don't know, where were you, T Rich? Well, little Miss Baldwin Bougie was headed over to Barcelona. So I was fraternizing with the Spaniards. Really? You mm-hmm. won't, you won't say that in like a Normal person. <laughs> People might not know you like like I know you. Like you know. I had a great time. I drank lots of wine. I had lots of chiperones, which is like little fried squids. Mm, chiperones. 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 And we saw a bunch of Gaudi stuff. And as I was telling you, you missed it. You missed story time. Hey. I Gaudi a lot was of the man in these streets in Barcelona. Okay, so give us give us like a three minute rundown of who Gaudi is. So Anthony Gaudi was a famous architect who was like really religious and designed a lot of shit in Barcelona, and he designed the Sagrada Familia, which is this amazing. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Give us give us the version you gave us earlier. So, <laughs> right. <clears throat> 
Anthony Gowdy. He was like running these Barcelona streets, right? But sometimes he didn't want to be bothered. So he would kind of like start some shit. And then he'd be like, you know what? Gowdy out. Now, Gowdy never married. He never had any kids, but he loved the shit out of this lady. And he was like, yo, you, you, I fucking love you. And she was like, that's cool, but I'm not really checking for you. And he was like, bitch, do you know I'm Gowdy? And she was like, yeah, that's fine, but I'm still not really checking for you. So in the meantime, Gowdy designed like a bunch of buildings. But sometimes Gowdy was a dick. So like he designed this building called, officially called Casa Mila for this couple, the Milas, who had some money. But by the time he designed Casa Mila, he was like famous and everybody was like, oh, Anthony Gowdy. And so they were like, yeah, Anthony Gowdy, we got money. We want you to build this like residential place for us. And he was like, cool, I'm Gowdy. I can do that shit. But you got to let me have like full creative control. And they were like, of course, you're Gowdy. So he went in there and he did his thing. <clears throat> but then when he finished, people were like, ew, yo, that shit is ugly. It looks like a rock quarry. Like, what the fuck? Y'all paid this man money to do this shit? And then he wanted to like put like the likeness of the Mary of uh, Virgin Mary or something in there. And the Milas was like, no. And he was like, you know what? Gotti out. Meanwhile, the Milas, I had to pay like a 25% fine on the cost of the building because Gowdy's aspirations were higher than the city allowed, which means his building was too tall. Isn't that a bad problem to have, man? So. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so they had to pay that. Meanwhile, Gowdy decided to trounce over to Park Gwell. Him and his dude, Gwell, decided we're going to build some shit for rich people. We're going to be real exclusive, right? And we're going to name it Park and spell it P-A-R-K like the Brits because we're going to show them we fancy. <laughs> Meanwhile, the people in Barcelona were like, oh, that's cool. That's cute. We can go be exclusive, live with rich folks. And then they were like, yeah, but this is what your house have to look like. And the rich folks was like, eh, you're not going to tell me. How I can spend my money. Fuck it. So Gowdy was like, what? The people not coming? Gowdy out. I'm going to go build a church. And ladies and gentlemen, to hear more out. about Gowdy. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. I'm almost finished. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take it as far as that's good with you. Okay. So then like Gowdy was like, yo, check it. I had this dream, right? And then this dream that was like this. Gowdy had a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Gowdy had a dream. All my life, I want paintings and sculptures. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. So he's like, I saw this church, right? And he incorporated all this stuff from nature. And he was like, look, this shit is huge. Gowdy's not going to finish this in Gowdy's lifetime. So he did these sculptures that were like three feet high and rising. He did all these sketches. Like, I need y'all to finish this the way I saw it in my head. And the people was like, cool, cool. So then Gowdy was like, you know, humble. Shout out, Kendrick. Oh. Can't leave the furniture out. Right. I'm sorry. Rewind. So when Gowdy was designing Casa Mila, he was like, look, niggas ain't ready for this shit, right? <laughs> but I'm about to hit you motherfuckers with some ergonomic shit. And Mrs. Mila was like, the fuck is that? And he was like, because your body, like the furniture should curve to your body. And like sharp edges, like Gowdy don't want to see no sharp edges. So all these corners, they need to be round, bitch. And she was like, I don't like that furniture. And Gowdy was like, well, too bad, bitch, because you already paid for it. It's included in the cost. So you're going to get this furniture. 
It was very pretty, pretty furniture, you know, very like. What are you doing? I'm standing up. Huh. My back hurt. Huh. Everybody knows I have chronic back pain. Now they do. I was like, now they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's one of my many problems. So when Gotti was building the Sagrada Familia, he was like out in the streets, being humble, dressed way down, probably wearing some like pre-Kanye, pre-Kanye shit with holes in it and whatnot. Like the Spanish Ed Reed. And he got hit by a tram. Oh, no. Yeah. That's the same reaction I had. Like, oh, oh no. <laughs> this took a turn. Yeah. And the Spaniards was like, uh, but he's poor, so we don't give a shit. So oh, finally no. they took him to the hospital, and the hospital was like, he's poor, so we're not going to devote any cost to this. Wow. Then somebody rolled through was like, yo, y'all don't know that's Anthony Gowdy? And the hospital was like, what? Nah, fam, we ain't know. But now it's too late. Then he died. Which brings us to the American Health Care Act. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> call your congressmen and senators and get that shit together. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all I had. That's, that's, really that's all I had. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was just well-timed. So if you guys get a chance, go Cheers to Barcelona. To it's really great. Ladies, the Spanish men are very, very attractive. Mm. Hey, Rome. Um, the wine is very good. The food is awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. So that's the international report from Miss Bald and Bougie. I just want to say there are points. Never mind. I'll say that off mic. Please. <laughs> I don't even know where you're going, but it just it feels wasn't like. It was bad, but at the same time, somebody can, like, you know, people like to take things and make it work. You wouldn't have taken it badly. But, you know, somebody listened to me, I'm like, oh, no, he didn't. And I was like, the fact that I didn't, oh no, he didn't. Some people might be like, oh no, he didn't. I just did, so I'm stopped. You said Gowdy got hit by a tram. Yeah. What what time period was this? So I think he died in like 1925. Okay. All right. For Gowdy some reason, had when, a dream. when so she was been, describing Gowdy uh, and how much of a dick he was, it, it started making me think about Bernini. That is the exact same thing. One Da Vinci Parks said when we were upstairs, he was like, I was "Yo, showing, I was literally showing her like, like what you know about Bernini, Bernini and how mm-hmm. he was flipping tables." Yeah, yeah, Ber- Bernini, Bernini was, was on awesome. one. Yeah, yeah. He was a genius, but he was on one. Yeah, yeah. probably That's the best geniuses are. Probably yeah. the best sculptor of his uh, century. Probably ever. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say his century. Uh, the reason I can't say ever, I know, because there's a lot of the cover. Yeah. But I'm just saying, and I just don't know what was going on in Africa before we destroyed all of, uh, the that history is, and that artifacts. That is true. And stuff, okay, so. well, like, let me put this caveat on it. Like, cause I, 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 you know, I don't want to discredit I mean, from whence we came, but mm-hmm. I'll say, as far as marble sculpture goes, mm-hmm. you find me a motherfucker that can sculpt better than Bernini. You'll you'll eat your hat. I I, I will find a hat to eat. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I don't know. Which, I don't hat. know which way you, you know were going to go. No, thank you, thank you. I, I'll find a hat made of hemp and I'll try to like, <laughs> you'll, digest you'll, that shit. Digest slowly. that hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you look, know your stomach already fucked well, up. Look. You should be trying to engage in no hemp. <laughs> look, that's why I said I eat it slowly. I just say that you know I want to sit. Like you know, like, he said he would gorge himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You nibble. Yeah, yeah. Sprinkle a little of that hemp hat on my spaghetti. You've been eating the same hat for five years. No, no, no. Okay, all right. Uh, college. Uh, so yeah, man. All right, yeah. But Bernini, man, look, look him up. Uh, if you ever, if you've never heard of Bernini, ladies and gentlemen, um, but you've heard of Michelangelo's Statue of David, look up Michelangelo's Statue of David, and then look up Bernini's Statue of David, and just look at 
how Bernini shits on Michelangelo. Like, why are you sculpting? This is it. What? Bernini <laughs> falling from the sky. This is it. What? <laughs> no, yeah, Bernini. You just look at the difference between what he did yeah, uh, in the sculpture space. Michelangelo was a beast. Yeah. Artist. There's no doubt about it. Like, you know, he's, he's, he was an incredible artist, but... As far as sculpting is concerned, I just love throwing myself into all this sculpting. Right, I just love art. If you have time before May is out at the National Gallery of Art, there's a a Frederic Bazil exhibit, um, and he's a very little known artist. Um, But during the dawn of French Impressionism, um, he was studying with them. He was friends with Manet, Monet, Renoir. Uh, Monet's broke behind, like crash on his couch and all that other stuff. And he was crazy talented, but he was only paint. He only painted for seven years mm. um, because mm. he decided to go into. Uh, he decided to be a painter. I think at a Revolutionary War, like a documentary, like a historical painter. Mm-hmm. And uh, the elite regiment he went in with got uh, killed. Mm. Um, so right, like as his career was beginning to blossom, oh, he, he died. Yeah, and he yeah. Died. Wow. So he painted for like seven years, but during that seven year time. Time frame. Not only can you see the growth and the progress, but I think he was doing something that was going to be completely unique to the impressionist movement. Mm. Um, and so I really have a Paul Cezanne has been my favorite uh, artist for a long time, mm-hmm. mostly because of his story. Um, I'm a and fan, more obviously. so than more, so, yeah, more mostly because of his story, more so I than like the actual too, work, but. Uh, Brazil has kind of swayed me after I went to see we went to see it twice Um, and I really enjoy his work and I I mean I think it's sad that the world won't get to see what he was creating Um, but the stuff that he did make Mm -hmm. just in that short time was was magnificent and and, and Noah that that speaks to like because when you think about seven years is not a long time for an artist it's not, but you know, especially a working artist. Like if if you're just doing it passively and you're doing it, that's not a lot of time. But even if you're you're, you're really into it or whatever, there's not enough time in a day when you're like you're you're creating, right? Right. So looking at somebody like a Van Gogh, who's very much celebrated now, uh, Van Gogh sold two paintings in his lifetime, and mm, now he has a whole museum. Yeah, and if you actually go see Van Gogh's where the dude could legitimately paint, he, he had a he had a style. But he can legitimately paint. I I I wound up seeing a Van Gogh exhibit on Humble. It was a traveling exhibit, and I was interning um, for my senior year at a at an art gallery called International Visions. The gallery is uh it's mm. still off Connecticut Avenue, right across from um the um the subway and um uh the the what's that joint right in the National Zoo, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still there. It's black owned gallery, so like you know, um, check that joint out. Um, and one of the artists there, Anita Filial, gave me a ticket. She couldn't make it. So she gave me a ticket to go see the, the exhibit. And it was kind of crazy because they didn't have any like barriers mm-hmm. to his art. Right. <laughs> so then literally people just like, oh my gosh, look at the, how detailed it is. And like rubbing their fucking fingers. Oh no. On the Van Gogh. That like, is a look, no, no. I'm looking at them like, you assholes. Go like, ahead and just that, destroy that, like, this. When you, when you were saying earlier about how they were touching the doors. In, in the, um, with the corrosive oils and acids in your hand. Um, you're saying like in the, the museum, that's kind of where people live in still? Oh, in, in Casa Mila, La yeah, Padrera. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people were touching doors. I was told not to touch the doors. That's how I was in that gallery. People were touching the, the paint. I'm like, you don't touch. You don't, you don't, you don't 
touch a Van Gogh. Mm. <laughs> you don't even touch in... a print of Van Gogh. Like, like, no, it's bad. Don't do that. Your oils in your hand will destroy the painting. It will break it down. Uh, so they were doing that. But I got a, I got a whole new interpretation and understanding of, of Van Gogh as an artist yeah. by being immersed in this work. And the same thing for Gordon Parks. Yeah, yeah Gordon I went Parks to, is to the Van Gogh Museum when I was in Amsterdam, and it was... You know, you start from the start from the bottom, and mm -hmm. then there's I think it's like four or five levels in there, just to see mm -hmm. like the progression in his work. Mm -hmm. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, and that's like um, same thing with Gordon Parks. If you ever get a chance to see like Gordon Parks like works, like a, like a large amount of his works, it's like the dude had a time capsule. I feel like he was in every major point in history. He had like a photo for that shit, just like bam, and like it just captured everything perfectly. He was incredible. They had a tremendous, and I, you went with us once. No, nah, you, you, you told me about it. I should go. It was in Richmond, was a, right? Yeah, it was. Well, it was. It was. Yeah. It was a. Uh, you know, these exhibits you got to catch them. Mm -hmm. You know, when there's yeah. an opportunity. But the uh, Virginia Museum of Fine Art, which is a fantastic museum in Richmond, um, art museum that we love and visit quite frequently. Um, but the Gordon Parts exhibit that they had there was un. Believable and it captured the the sentiment that you're describing there. Same thing with the Brazil exhibit. That's out, that's at NGA, I think, until May 31st. So try to I get there to, to before that, that ends. But yeah, now, if you were talking about like you know how Van Gogh only sold like two during his lifetime, mm -hmm. and I think about you he was, know, a, he was a failed artist in like his lifetime. all of those artists, all those artists like um, Pizarro and and uh, Degas and. Renoir, Monet, Manet, Saison, uh, and even uh, Bazil, like these guys were trying to submit art to like the salon. They called it the Salon de Paris that made all the decisions, you know, about what would be exhibited. And it was a real prestigious uh, institution. And these guys would like, they would submit these works that hang in museums now, and you're blown away by these works. And the salon rejected them. They just re re reject painting after painting after painting, you know, paintings that exhibit an utter mastery of the art form mm -hmm. in every capacity, mm -hmm. you know. So, I mean, it's just but there's politics. There was politics now. There's, there was politics then, mm -hmm. you know, so the salon was very conservative. So if you painted something that had like, you know, that was revealing, had half dress, dressed women in it. Mm -hmm. It might have got, gotten rejected on that front. You just ahead you of your know? time. If you were doing something that was outside of the scope of what people thought was in vogue, which impressionism was, yeah, the was, whole concept like of that, impressionism it was like that was, during the Illumination period, though, yeah. too, of art. Like during the Renaissance, you know, mm -hmm. there are a lot of people that were kind of ahead of the curve, so they were they were doing things that weren't people weren't ready for. So it was like it took a while for people to. This is like it was, it was just sad again about Van Gogh. Like the dude died, he couldn't even kill himself right. You know what I'm saying? Like he shot himself in the field after painting his last painting. He shot mm -hmm. himself. He didn't die immediately. It took him a couple of days to die and probably agonizing agonizing death. Well, but, if he was know. alive now, like he could have killed himself much better. Yeah, yeah. that's true. We have much more efficient ways <laughs> yeah, to kill yourself true. now. There's, dry, there's a dry fish line on there. If you <laughs> shot, never mind, I'm not gonna do that. Uh shout out to Femi. Um but Hey Femi. It's 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 just it's just one of those things that you think about it, it's like, but the guys a legend now. Everybody know who, who who Van Van Gogh is. They know what sunflowers is. Van Gogh. Most, most people didn't understand the sentiment behind sunflowers, you know, and how colors were very specific and meaningful. Like yellow meant something. Yellow was love, and the sunflowers were dying. So it, so it's a lot to his shit, and they you know you can celebrate it now. So it's just kind of like one of those things as artists out there, 
you know, sometimes you just got to follow your heart and follow your, uh, your star, man, and just do what you do. And maybe they'll get it later. Maybe they'll get it now. Who knows? But don't sign up to go paint it in, in war. Yeah, don't do that. Don't yeah, do yeah. that. Don't do, don't do that, but don't pull a Brazil. Yeah, they got satellite photos for that shit now. Yeah, be killed prematurely. Like, you know, You're right. You're like, I'm going to go be a war painter. It is 2017. What are you doing? <laughs> why are you going to take, why are you taking oil paints and canvases to an open battlefield? Yeah, yeah. going to have Trump like, dressed like George Washington with his hand in his vest and shit like that, you know? Like, oh, tiny hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always wanted a purple heart, but I never wanted to get it. Like, what do you what do you mean you're out of orange paint? <laughs> what about burnt umber? Do you have any burnt umber? Oh treason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Hmm. Yeah, I think I feel like I feel like the guy is trying to do everything in his power to like get kicked out of office. Like Please that didn't work. Fire me. Like, what is gonna take? Oh, what is it going to take for you guys? I mean, to, it what took, is it going to take for you guys to fire me? Took Andy Cohen less than this to fire Phaedra. Can we, can we change this title to tre- like treason, treason in chief? Like, can we can we put treason in the <laughs> title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chief Donald of treason. treason. Yeah, yeah. Something. We need to change the title. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I I made a comment around my co- one of my coworkers, and he keeps reminding me of it because I actually forgot I said it, but I said. Um, Depending on how this plays out, if this is a year long, because this is going to be a movie, so if this like is like a year or less, it'll be a comedy. But if it's like more than a year, it's like goes to four years, eight years. This shit is going to be like 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 a like massive drama, like of like epic proportion. I'm still just trying to digest that we're just a little bit beyond a hundred days. I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah, I if, can tell because of your throat noises. If <laughs> if Donald Trump. Is president of this country. Nope. Always oh, for eight years. You better start watching The Handmaid's Tale because that's where we're going. So clearly, I don't even think he needs to be president for eight clearly years. Clearly, Slim I think didn't that listen to last week when we talked yeah, about it's, it's okay. I'm saying that if he's capable of achieving that in this country, it's already uh, amazing. You know that the country is still in this position where he could have been elected in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's already a sad statement about where the country still is, how much progress the country has not made. Or the fact that they're doubling down on the idea. Exactly. Like, like even with all the stuff that he's doing, like don't mind all the legal shit that I'm doing like on a daily basis. Yeah, there's a certain amount of people just like turning their faces, turning their heads, burying their heads in the sand and ignoring reality. Or just watching Fox News. Yeah, that facilitates a dystopian future. Mm-hmm. And that that's... If he is president for eight years, there there will be so much of that that has occurred during that time that we might as well leave now. We might as well roll out now. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. I, I just I, I think it's going to come down. Um, they're going to have to march in and pull him out of the office. My my thing is I don't want them to just take Trump. I need them to take that whole fucking administration. Mm. I don't want any remnants of it. I don't want Trump there. I don't want Bannon there. I mean Bannon would go, I think, anyway, but I don't want uh Kushner there. I don't want McMaster's there. I don't want Pence there. I don't want any of them there. I think they need to like just do over. You know what? Just put Bernie in. 
I think everybody <laughs> just just put Bernie in. Just like you know, like uh, now we can break up the banks. Let's let's do this shit. I told you we needed to break up the banks. Let's I'm do just, it. I'm just saying, if the DNC had stayed the fuck out of it, mm-hmm. yeah. we wouldn't be in this problem right now. True indeed. True indeed. Because here's the thing, you know. Oh, you said here's the thing. Look at you. Yeah, yeah. This, mm. I, I can I can say it because I don't say it all the time. The, the um, conservatives are going to throw shade. They're going to throw shade. So you could either do the right thing and let them dig and create stories or you could screw up and give them fuel. It's one thing for you to make a legitimate mistake or do something, you know, that you had the best intentions and then you get, you know, they blow it out of proportion or try to reframe it or change the narrative. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. But the DNC was doing actual dirt. I don't agree with what the DNC was doing. Nah, I mean, nobody right-minded, no pun intended, would think that. And then that's, I mean, just because they're DNC doesn't mean we have to like, like oh, no, it was wrong. Donna Brazil too. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, what she was doing, like, in yeah. terms of, that shit was wrong. And like, you know, yep. let it be said, like, in case y'all were wondering how we felt about it, shit was wrong. And she I, was fucked up. And I love like, Donna Brazil. That was messed up. Yeah, she yeah. should not have done that. <clears throat> but what yeah. this is what happens. You give people fuel. You give people fuel, you know, the people who don't need fuel. That's the thing. Yeah, who are already fire starters. They're yeah. already trying to burn shit down. They're going to make up stuff. They're going to lie if they have to. American history is built on lies and the narratives around them. So you don't need to, you know, you don't need to give them any fuel. Black people have a, a, a lower mental and brain capacities and tails, according to history. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, just, it's ridiculous. You don't have to give anybody feeling. That's what they did. They that's gave one of the reasons why I don't want to rob them. Because uh, <laughs> of your tail. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just like I don't want people. people like. That's one of the reasons or that's the reason? You know what? I said I wasn't going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, now, J-Rom. There's going to be somebody, somebody going to be like, oh, yeah, so you know he has a tail, right? <laughs> he admitted it on his radio show. He has a tail. You know, the thing about the rompers is like, I don't even, I don't have a problem with the dudes wearing rompers. I don't really care. I, I'm, I'm not going to wear one, yeah, but I don't, I don't have an issue with it. Like, it goes into the whole discussion about, you know, uh, not just gender identity, but gender assignment and stuff like that. And what we attribute to men and women and all that stuff. Uh, Yves Saint Laurent, one of the most influential fashion designers in history partially made his mark by taking clothing that was designed for men and feminizing it, like giving it a style, like, you know, pantsuits and stuff for women. Like he flipped them so that women can pull that look off. And now look at you know. So and now Hillary Clinton don't know nothing but pantsuits, you know. Yeah. So we can thank Eve Saint Laurent for Hillary Clinton. So, so yeah, Eve she doesn't Saint Laurent's fault that forty five is the president. Huh? Mm. What'd you say? Mm. What'd you, see, what'd you say? I see what you did there. <laughs> I don't know what you just she said. Just brought it full circle. Full motherfucking circle. What's wrong with your ears today? I said so. It's Eve Saint Laurent's fault that forty five is president. Oh. E. Saint Laurent was a genius too, yo, man. From the fashion, fashion is like that's a for me. All right, so obviously you could tell by our conversation today that I list, I just love art. 
Um, it's a big part of my I, I life. I think we, uh, <laughs> I think we all love art. Yeah, we all love art. Uh, I'm just Would saying. you just love art more? Than more. I, I, I think love I love. Art. I think I love art harder than you guys. I mean, I think you guys yeah, like yeah. art, but I fucking love art. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you I don't get, love it as deep as I do. Yeah, that's what you're <laughs> just saying. Pre-existing condition. I, I get these exhibits anytime <laughs> I can. I get these exhibits anytime I can. But like, the thing that takes fashion to another level for me is that it's functional. You know. It's fashion that you wear. That's one of the reasons why I like the movie The Devil Wears Prada so much. Great um, movie. Because it like focuses. It's a wonderful fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, and the dude even said it. He said a line in it that was something to that effect. Something to that effect is like, it's art, but you wear it. You know? the, the best line when Miranda Priestly is like, oh, so you think that sweater you're wearing? <laughs> you think just because you picked that out of some bin that you made that decision? No, that decision was made for you by the people in this room. Mm. What year was that? And I was just like, yes, you better read, bitch. I mean, you think about think about a building, right? Because I think that might be the that might be the closest parallel, right? Because most like you 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 create sculptures, you create paintings, and like these are art. This is art that you create for art's sake, right? It is art that you create for the sake of just expression, period. But you start getting to like architecture. These things have functions and have to subscribe to engineering restrictions. And you still have to be creative within those paradigms and push the boundaries. It's the same thing with fashion. Somebody has to put this thing on. They have to wear it. It has to function. But you still got to make it beautiful. But they have to own it. Wearing it is not enough. Mm. I feel like I feel like is you can wear the suit or the suit can wear you. Mm. Well, I I just I just put the suit on. I don't. I, I got nah, I got to go to work. I'm very busy. That, that tie is wearing you. You're not wearing that tie. So I don't. I don't know. Is that if that is a compliment or I don't know what? No, what I mean, and I'm not stepping over any lines here. But you you look very good in your clothes. Oh, uh, well, thank you. I appreciate. You know, that. like some people, some people don't know how to like. Like forty five, he can pull it he, together. He can wear a suit, but he, he looks like a child wearing yeah. like, uh, like his suits are oversized. His ties, his ties are, too are too long. long. They're yeah, not, yeah. His, his clothes ties, are not his fitted ties properly. Go past his belt buckle, yeah. like he's never learned how to tie a tie before. And he doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to uh, how to like accentuate his form. Yeah, and apparently he buys like suits that range from five thousand to ten thousand dollars a pop. But apparently he doesn't know how what to get them tailored. What a waste of money! He doesn't know how to get them tailored and let in money. at all because they, 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 he just looks frumpy, and you know. Like somebody made him wear a suit that he didn't want to wear. Your That's body could be jacked up, but you still wear a fitted suit. That's what I'm that, saying. Like a suit that can gets wear you, you right. or you can wear the suit. He's wearing speaking, a suit and he's wearing it badly. Speaking of presidents that are like out here killing it, we see you, Barack. <laughs> we see you with the no tie, the top two buttons undone with the crisp white shirt out here slaying these motherfucking sidewalks. Well, well, you know, you know, since... Since I've been off, since I've been gone, I've been enjoying myself. You know, me, hmm. Sasha, Malia, Michelle, we've been taking time to relax and we see what 45 is doing. And, uh, you know, we well, think it's about some bullshit. There's, there's no question. Well, that's worry about anybody yeah. popping off. <laughs> Barry is out here unbothered as fuck. Yeah. Remember? Smoking cigars. Smoking cigars. Yeah, yeah. He is just. Like, I'm not even doing cigarettes. I'm doing cigars. He's now. probably Cuban. His That's probably why he lifted that Cuban joint. Fucking life. We see you, Barack. Yeah. Remember how I used to take these long pauses because I was being considerate about what I said before I said it? Because I didn't want to take a chance of saying something inappropriate. I bet you missed that right now, don't you? 
miss a pregnant pause, don't you, bitch? <laughs> you miss thoughts, Ugh. consideration of words. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is killing. He is killing his fashion. Game. They ain't got to watch a Cheeto land out of Air Force One. So, did, did you? Did anybody see like uh, the Saturday Saturday Night Live? Uh, the most recent yeah, one. Yeah, the one with yeah. spicy facts came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen, McCarthy, man. As far as I'm concerned, man. Even if so, Sean Spicer is, uh, what's up? You know. Um, so you know, I was in Barcelona and I was like spotty <laughs> on the news. What's this? He was hiding in the bushes. No, like and he tried to say he wasn't hiding in the bushes, and he demanded that the Washington Post do retractions so that Sean Spicer was hiding among the bushes. Because <laughs> you're right, he wasn't actually. In yeah, he the wasn't bushes. inside of a bush. Yeah, yeah he was, he was, he amongst, was amongst them. <laughs> he was trying to not closet. Yo, Washington Post has been going hard on Donald J. Trump. Well, they got to. No, but they're going extra hard because you know Bezos don't like Donald Trump. They got to do it while they can, yeah. you know, until the laws change and they start uh, taking all the jobs from women and then forcing them to, you know, have all the, the babies. Whether or not the media can do stuff. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I did. I posted um, something on at Flash Black Radio. Excuse me, at Flash Black News. There was an article where an an individual uh, reporter got arrested for asking a question. Of, of somebody in the uh, Trump cabinet. He, he kept asking the questions, like in West Virginia, mm-hmm. and uh, he got arrested for asking the questions. So I was like, okay, so freedom of press, that shit, really? That really? We're, that's what we're doing now? We're mm-hmm. violating the Constitution openly. All right. So, yeah. There we go. So, um, it's all about violations. Yeah, that's what it's about. I think that's how we're going to pick up on the next. Should You'll you pick up missed. on violations? Yeah, yeah, why not? Hey, look. I'm, I'm, guaranteed, sure I'm sure there'll be more between the now and then. There's yeah, going to be between, no shortage yeah. of violations. Not at all. I'm pretty sure something um, amazing is going to pop off in the next couple of be weeks. days. Uh, that's why we it's had to, huge. look, we had to take a protest break. We had to pace ourselves. Like, we can't go to all the protests. There's so much stuff to protest now. Like, I got to go to work at some point. Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. This motherfucking Jeff Sessions, man. Uh, this dude. <laughs> Yeah, man. All right, so there's a lot we can talk about. We're actually going to continue to talk after this this uh, podcast uh, ends. But I wanted to say thank you I'm all. Rod Burgundy. <laughs> 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 I had a little bit of a brain fart. Nah, I apologize. <laughs> but we we about to get up out of here. We about to get some food up in our system and all that good stuff. But we thank you so much as usual for listening. I'd like to thank my lovely co-host for stopping in. Oh, thank you. I said host, plural. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. You, you, you included in that. That's the second time I've been referred to as lovely in my life. Okay. And the first times when you were in that romple? <laughs> <laughs> hey, act like I'm not luxurious when you know that I am. Hey, yo. Is that hey, your yo. balls hanging out the front, my dude? And they are as smooth as eggs. Hey, yo, shorty. Over there on the blue floor romper. What? Me, y'all. Let me holler at you. Who, who are <laughs> you talking to? Gentlemen, I am Da Vinci Damn, Parks. your balls are smooth as shit. Hey, look. Well, I do shave them. I'm here with... T. Rich. A.K.A. <laughs> okay, bald and bougie. <laughs> and one Slim Williams. What's up, everybody? See you next time. Shout out to K. Savage. Uh, this is The Usual Suspects. Or Suspects, not Shushbacks. Like <laughs> Shushbacks. Usual, usual Shushbacks. We need to be real quiet. <laughs> Shushbacks. <laughs> you're, you're way too loud. Usual Shushbacks. Shushback. That's that when you get that no fucks in the who want to hear y'all run burgundy place on y'all's flute? <laughs> <laughs>
ladies and gentlemen we're about to get out of here thank you so much for listening please check us out on soundcloud twitter facebook and of course www.flashblackradio.com we are the usual suspects this is shit you might have missed thank you so much peace peace will ferrell's a fucking national little ham and eggs coming at you <laughs> i just want to say we got it now yo run did not, you want shake and bake did not miss the beat ah oh, shake and bake's dead no more shake and bake <laughs> for now the owners el diablo and the magic man just shake it before shake you bake it before you bake it <laughs> mean if you're not first you're last you're second you're third <laughs> hell there's even four i was probably high when i said that Ricky. <laughs>